Welcome to your Best Life Aligned podcast. I'm your host, Simone Patricia, and I'm a spiritual life coach and speaker here to help you manifest and live your best, most purpose-aligned life. Here we discuss all things mindset, spirituality, intentional living, purpose, and manifestation. Each episode will give you the tips, tools, and guidance to break through any personal blocks and step into your most authentic, empowered self and give you the weekly inspiration and motivation you need to live your truth on your purpose and pursue a life aligned with your wildest dreams. So thank you for clicking play, listen in, and let's go on this wild journey together. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. So this episode, um, I wanted to discuss letting things go and kind of focusing on yourself. And so what I mean by this is in terms of relationships specifically, I feel like um, sometimes when you're energy sensitive and when you're coming from a background of some level of... um, just like, I guess, emotional intensity or insecurity and inconsistency, I feel like you develop this habit, or some people develop this habit of being hyper-aware of their environment, hyper-aware of the emotions of others, hyper-aware of what's happening around them, hypersensitive, hyper-vigilant, and with that, um, although there are benefits to that, like, I feel like a lot of the time it can come from having to feel like having to develop this protective mechanism where you feel like you have to almost like evaluate and suss out the emotional environment around you so that you feel safe so that you could survive so that you could um almost like tiptoe around other people's emotions and so even though i feel like this ability to be hyper aware and hypersensitive to um energy and other people's feelings can be both a blessing it can also it can also work to your detriment at some points, even when not when not consciously um, directed. And so what I wanted to say about this for other people who also are going through this um, or have noticed this about themselves when they have this anxious type of attachment um, and when they have that feeling of um, just kind of being, feeling unsafe almost, feeling unsafe in your own emotions and having to navigate around others. And so like, as I said, there's a blessing to everything and that I feel like because of this background, which can come from some trauma, you have this ability to be super empathetic. And at the same time, there is this need to protect your own energy, right? Because I feel like something that a lot of people who um experience this and myself included is that occasionally safety can be placed outside of you because instead of regulating your own emotions you're so used to um being in this habit of trying to people please to regulate the emotions of others so you end up morphing yourself morphing your actions morphing the things you say to make sure that you can survive or not get rejected or abandoned or hurt um and so i guess this is going into some inner child stuff however when you do that i feel like subconsciously we develop this habit where we end up abandoning ourselves in order to avoid the abandonment of others and when that happens there is this um 
lack of support, this lack of security within, this lack of safety within, this lack of love within that I think goes unaddressed until we realize this. And it can be very subtle. You don't realize why you're trying to people please, why you're trying to even um, know why things are happening around you, what's happening around you. Like for me, I noticed that um, recently I wouldn't always ask questions about other people. Not that I didn't care, I do care. But at the same time, I realized that when I was asking, are you okay? especially with the relationships close to me, it wasn't always from a genuine place of wanting to know how they're doing, but it was more so a protective mechanism in response that I developed over time without realizing to see if there was something that I needed to prepare for. It was almost like a, is there, (laughs) how can I avoid this? How can I, or not even avoid this, but how can I address this or work around this so that I don't have to deal with certain shit? Um, for lack of better words. And so I feel like if you are dealing with this and if you recognize that you've also struggled with this same um, anxious attachment style and if you've also struggled the same, um, uh, I guess, challenge to just be yourself, assert your boundaries and not necessarily worry about how other people are going to receive that here is how I've been moving through this and how I have moved through it in the past and so for me it's still a journey it's still something I'm working through um, and I've gotten a lot better with however the things that I've found the most helpful um, and I'm sorry if this is a little bit all over the place um, in terms of uh, the episode I just want to give you what's coming through Um, even if it's a little disorganized. So anyway, in terms of the things that have served me the most in terms of creating safety within myself and security and really creating a foundation of self-love that wasn't always there is um, choosing myself, (laughs) is choosing myself, is being selfish and not seeing that as a bad thing. And by selfish, I mean looking at your needs, looking at your desires in putting that first and not trying to morph yourself, morph your desires, compromise your boundaries in order to appease other people, in order for other people to understand, in order to get their approval or validation. It's really just letting go of the need of that and prioritizing how you feel. Um, because I feel like for me, it was a like this, um, it seemed like this, uh, this split. It was like I could either choose myself or I could choose this um, this other person's like need for what have you. And I'm sure there's another way, but for the longest time it did feel like either I was going to assert my boundaries or I was going to ignore them for the time being in order to appease somebody else. And so the problem with that, even though it may not seem like a big deal, is over time when you do this over and over and over again, you're essentially telling yourself, okay, my needs don't matter. My needs, my desires don't matter. I don't have to prioritize this. Um, And with that, you feel rejected and abandoned, but not by the people around you, but from yourself. And that feeling creates this void that hurts way deeper than any other external rejection in my personal opinion 
And so when you're used to doing that, you need to develop a habit of not doing that anymore, of checking in with yourself and seeing, okay, what feels good for me? What feels aligned? What do I need right now? Why do I feel anxious? Why? What's feeling unsafe about this situation to me? Um, and checking in, checking in with yourself, your inner child, deep breathing, because I feel like in the moment, if you're really um, used to this, it can almost trigger a fight, flight, or freeze response. Like, what do I do? Um, do I say something? Do I? Am I aggressive? Am I defensive? That like fight response? Do I run away and avoid it? Do I freeze and do nothing? Um, and so it, what, however you respond or however you feel the instinct to respond, just taking a couple of deep breaths to slow down and to see where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Why am I feeling triggered? What is, what boundary or need isn't being addressed, especially if it's like an angry response? Is it, am I ignoring my own needs and boundaries? What, what's happening here? And then checking in to see, is this the way I want to respond? Because I feel like sometimes we get in this habit of repeating the same cycles that were modeled to us that we've been doing for however long. And we don't even realize that this isn't a pattern we want to continue. But it's not always easy to recognize that in the moment if we don't take that time to respond rather than react. And I feel like the way to really slow down to gauge how we are interacting with other people, how what place we're coming from, whether it be a trauma place um, uh, or a healed space or a loving space or a space of not wanting to be rejected or abandoned, like whatever the space is, is by taking those deep breaths um, in the moment, just like kind of calming ourselves down, calming our nervous system down. Um, maybe even taking some time out if you can, because I feel like sometimes when things get tense, uh, we just react and we're reacting from whatever we're used to reacting from doing the same patterns. But that doesn't really give you that chance to shift if you're not conscious of it. And so there is some level of um, just like pause that I would recommend. Another thing that's really helped me create safety in myself um, so that I can I guess interact with people better and really not fear rejection or abandonment as much and just love myself more is affirmations. So I really had to do a lot of shadow work um, to understand what the core belief was that was driving this. Was it a feeling of unworthiness? Was it a feeling of not being enough? It almost always is <laughs> for just about everybody. Um, but what the feeling of not enoughness is pertaining to differs for different people. Um, and so for me, one of the things that really helped once I got to the core um, was mantras and positive affirmations. And I'm going to touch back on this, but before I leave before I um, go further, I do want to mention that the only way I was able to address those beliefs and understand what beliefs were keeping me in a certain cycle, in a certain um, way of interacting with others, was by doing shadow work. And a lot of that had to do with meditation, involved meditation, involved um taking some time to be alone with myself and to really just feel my feelings no matter what it was whether it was anger fear anxiety not rejecting it but literally just sitting with it and letting it move through my body especially which can feel very uncomfortable um because we're used to doing everything we can to avoid the feelings that don't feel good or don't feel um 
familiar to us and when you actually sit down to just feel whatever it is even if it's fear anxiety like for me i've had full-on like fight or flight responses where i felt like my body like shaking um and i just had to sit with that i had to sit with that breathe remember that i'm okay remember that i'm safe remember that it's okay for me to feel all of my feelings actually a mantra that helped me actually um create the space to feel the things that i would usually reject or suppress in the past was it is safe for me to feel all of my feelings and so that really helped me just create the space and the environment within myself to actually allow my emotions to arise to be processed to be addressed to be felt um i would do that and then i would journal i didn't um It doesn't matter for me personally if you do it on a physical journal like you have a pen and paper or if you even just jot things down in your notes or if you're texting it to yourself. Um, It doesn't matter. Just getting it out and allowing things to flow. Uh, I believe Gabby Bernstein, it's not exactly the same thing, but she would call it like rage on the page. So for me, it wasn't like rage on the page, but it was like trauma on the page. I was was crying, (laughs) but just letting it out, letting it out and giving yourself... um, a space to process externally uh especially if you're an external processor i find that that really helps me move forward and just like see things that i didn't even realize were going on within me because sometimes i feel like yeah you know things in your head but there's so much going on in your mind you don't always catch thoughts or or give things the presence that they need and sometimes when you're speaking out loud or when you're writing it down you can see it on the page and you're looking at it and like oh that's what's been lurking beneath the surface in my psyche so to speak um and that could be addressed that definitely would be helpful to do some work on um and so it really helps to just give yourself that um page to write it write it down get it out um maybe even speak to a therapist um if you have a professional involved speaking to a very close trusted friend who can hold space if you've asked them beforehand um because you're going to be in a vulnerable space so you want to make sure that even if you're not with yourself and if you feel called and really want to do this with someone else that it is someone you trust that has given their consent like yes i have the emotional bandwidth and the space to be there for you in this way to hear this um and to just like setting what you need like hey i'm not here to take any advice i just need to get my shit out um and just being very direct because sometimes unsolicited advice and other people's opinions doesn't help and you just need and want a container a safe container for someone to witness you to see you as you're expressing whatever you're expressing um but again setting the boundaries and having that communication beforehand is really important and um another thing that helped me well after you've addressed it and after you've realized like what is the belief what are the wounds that are creating this response that are keeping you in this space that is um causing this pattern and this behavior is doing the mantra work so whatever it is so for me it had a lot to do with um worthiness and remembering that i was worthy of love and worthy of expressing myself and feeling safe and that my emotions were sacred and that i it was safe for me to feel them um 
it may be different for you it doesn't matter what it is in particular but whatever comes up is something to be honored this is not the time to reject it it's not the time to look at it and judge it no you've been judged your entire life by the world and by yourself which is why it's become a shadow it's the time to kind of just look at things and look at what's coming up with curiosity and with open arms and just like oh okay yeah that needs to be addressed um And so creating a mantra or a positive affirmation that aligns with what you want to call in and what you want to replace that belief with. So I told you about one mantra that really helped me just open things up, which it is safe to feel all of my feelings. Another one that's really been helping me is um, I am unconditionally worthy of love and of support. Um, And another thing is just reminding yourself that you are beautiful and lovable and worthy as you are. I think that's not really something that was as um, spoken about. I feel like things like this when it comes to mental health, or at least when I was growing up, weren't necessarily addressed as often. And I think it's something that's really important because it helps us build this foundation within ourselves of remembering our worthiness and our... um, lovability which is innate it doesn't go away nothing you do erases it nothing you do like it's just it's a part of you it it just is um and when you remember that you're worthy of the things you desire of the love you desire you I feel like get into a space where you can allow yourself to receive it but you can also allow yourself to give it to yourself because sometimes I think another thing I've noticed um within some people is that they almost feel like like they're not even worthy of feeling that way within themselves like they can't even give it to themselves and I think a lot of people like and this can happen subconsciously we don't even realize that we're withholding the love that we desire from others from ourselves. and so I feel like when you're in that space you're just like desperately seeking it from other people um but then you end up attracting the same thing that you're trying to I guess escape Um, And so with the positive affirmations, just making sure that you're using affirmations that feel really good when you say them, when you think about them, like, oh my God, like you feel a lightning, you feel a warmth in your heart and your body and you just feel good. You feel loved, you feel safe, you feel secure. So whatever you need um, to heal, and you can ask yourself when you're doing that shadow work session or that inner child work, what do you need? What... um, do you need to feel loved or secure or supported or safe right now um and then create mantras and positive affirmations to address that and another thing is you ask yourself what you need start doing that it may not just be words for me one of like know your love language is another thing for me words of affirmation are so powerful for me um when I give them to myself when I hear them from people I love I just I love it um for you maybe it's gestures that's also something that works a lot for me or maybe it is um touch or maybe it is gifts knowing what really feels loving to you knowing what fills your heart and what brings you joy and a sense of um just peace and just whatever makes you feel good giving that to yourself so if you did in your sessions just like hey i need to express myself more i need to speak up more then start speaking up if you um felt like you needed to connect more genuinely in relationships 
then connect genuinely and you're gonna know you're gonna feel it because it's gonna be the exact thing that you feel the most resistant to doing um and it requires vulnerability but vulnerability is the only way we stop abandoning ourselves um and I feel like that happens because when we're vulnerable, we are sharing our truth. We are in our truth. We're being it. And when you live from that authentic space, you are there for yourself. You are sharing your needs. You are doing the things you need to do for yourself. And so there is that intimacy that can happen not only with others, but with yourself. And that is why it's so powerful to be vulnerable, um, to be honest about what you need within yourself and outside of you and I feel like for a lot of people who are coming from this um this anxious attachment style or even just like even if you don't entirely identify as anxious attachment or if you feel like um if you feel like you just struggle to assert your needs or people please a lot another thing you can do is um hmm. god sorry guys I kind of forgot my thought for a second Oh, that's what I was going to say. Another thing that's really important for you specifically is to assert your needs and your boundaries because I feel like the people pleasers the most, they are the most willing to compromise them um, for uh, the, like, I guess, approval, validation, happiness of others. But as I said, like, that doesn't work um, sustainably. Not only are you trying, not only do you end up being someone you're not in order to, um, in order to appease others, so they're not able to fully love who you are or not given the opportunity because you aren't even being who you are they don't know who you are you don't know who you are because you're not allowing yourself to be yourself you're not going on that journey of authenticity of being um in that in that authentic space to even know who you are and I feel like when we are our authentic self when we are vulnerable in our truth and um expressing that living that being it that's when we feel the most loved because we recognize that we're worthy of it. We recognize that we're enough. We recognize that we don't have anything to hide or be ashamed of um, and that we're lovable as we are. And so we live from that space. We have that confidence, that courage. We create those deeper connections. We have those honest conversations with people. We stop putting up with the bullshit from <laughs> our external surroundings, even for ourselves. Some of the behaviors or the patterns or even the thoughts you think that don't really serve you, you stop putting up with the bullshit from within and outside of you. And that is really when I feel like life changes because you're not living from this trauma-based um, space of um, low self-worth, low self-esteem, not being enough hiding yourself for whatever reason not asserting your needs not asserting your boundaries um people pleasing all the time really just compromising who you are compromising what you need for everything outside of you even if it wasn't asked of you um even if you just feel the need to almost like this impulse this compulsive need to people please that isn't who you are. It doesn't need to be who you are. It's something you learned um, and a part of you, a protective mechanism that you developed that used to keep you safe. But the problem with this is that it doesn't really enable us to um, fully evolve and bloom into who we could be, who we want to be, because we're so focused on doing everything and being everyone besides ourselves for other people. And so it's really important that you um, when you're trying to cultivate the sense of self-confidence, a sense of self-love, that we can hold space for who we are, 
um, who we've been and who we want to be. And I feel like that really starts with just being present, accepting how we're feeling in the moment and then going using that as a portal using that as a journey within when i'm doing shadow work it literally feels like um it feels like i'm going (laughs) into this not pit but like it feels like i'm descending it feels like i'm going down and i'm going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and it's like i can almost feel when i hit core or when i hit um the base and like okay that is what wanted to be addressed that has been driving this that's the thought that's the belief that's the story that's the memory that's the trauma and it's like once I do that I'm like oh I can shift this I see where that's coming from I see that lie I see why I believe that or where this is coming from and how this has been affecting this this and this and then it's like I can almost come out of it it's like I went I descended into into the depths and then I can climb out of it once I see it and so it's like this transformation in itself that just happens through going into the things that you don't want to face going into the shadows going into the fear feeling the feelings feel the feels guy feel the feels i'm telling you like feel it all and it doesn't feel comfortable all the time especially if you've been suppressing emotions especially if you thought like you're over it i've been there and just like oh my god this is still something i have to deal with yeah sometimes it is and that's not a bad thing it doesn't mean that you didn't make progress it doesn't mean that you didn't that you haven't been doing the healing work or inner work it just means that yeah i did all that and i get to see another level now and i get to evolve and i get to solve even more that i couldn't have seen before because i wasn't ready for it or because i didn't make the progress to get me to this point where i am now so i could view things from a different perspective so it's actually if anything um I feel like a testament to how far you've come rather than how much further you have to go and I feel like that's something that's really important to remember when you're on this healing journey because sometimes it's like my my best friend she uses this example and she's like it's like going into a house um on like one of those home improvement shows and knocking down your bathroom and then realizing that it's not the bathroom that's the problem it's like the entire house and you have to redo the house and sometimes it feels like that but when you have that experience that's beginning it's the beginning of this beautiful journey and it's like oh like now I finally get to do the work that frees me that liberates me that allows me to love myself to be loved in the way I truly deserve to receive it because a lot of the time sometimes when we're coming from that space of low self-worth low self-esteem unworthiness you're not even allowing yourself to receive it so when it comes at you it scares you it intimidates you you don't know what to do with it you reject it sometimes you're just like running away from it um like physically sometimes you're just like oh no oh no (laughs) not love um and so I feel like when you create that space when you do the work to heal to see what's been blocking you and to really shift those things and it's not just a one and done process i feel like the shadow work is what starts the journey and you're able to see where you can begin what like where where the real core is sometimes but it's when you keep practicing it it's not just the knowledge of like okay like low self-worth what am I going to do with this or okay this traumatic memory kind of made me feel this way or it made me believe this or caused me to believe this about um, relationships or about money or about what have you once you see the story once you see the belief that's 
the beginning, you're like, okay, I can shift this now. I can address this. I could change this. I can replace it with better thoughts, better feelings, better um, beliefs, new stories, new perspectives that really free me to be who I came here to be, who I'm meant to be, to live my purpose, to receive the things I want in life, to pursue the things I desire, and to allow them to have space um, within me to create a space within myself that it feels safe to have the things I desire it feels safe for my nervous system for my psyche to be around love genuine unconditional love to give that to myself and to sit in it and to not feel guilty or ashamed or unworthy of it or feel like oh this is too much I need to get rid of it no but to be able to receive and give that back um and like that's another thing like I think a lot of times people think that like, oh, they can give, give, give and like they don't need to receive. But first of all, you cannot give from an empty cup. And second, you're not even giving to your full capacity. You're not giving the whole of you like the most, the best you can give when you're not when you don't even know how to give the thing that you haven't been able to give to yourself um and like you can I feel like you can try and you can give love don't get me wrong but at the same time I feel like there's a whole nother level that of loving like we know how to love other people in a more holistic way when we're able to give that same love to ourselves and recognize that it's not love doesn't have to look the way that our parents demonstrated it to us which may have been conditional or it doesn't have to look like this and it doesn't have to repeat this pattern and it doesn't have the same restrictions because you create your own version of love you create unconditional love and you learn how to give that to yourself and then to others because you know it doesn't have to be the way that it was modeled to you and so you don't have to keep repeating the same patterns that you may have grown up around or that you may have witnessed in others or that you saw on tv even or even from a friend like maybe it was the people around you um but either way you get to do it your way you get to free yourself from whatever has been limiting you and you get to create a new way of relating to yourself others in the world and it really does change everything um and so just taking the time to know that first of all like you're lovable and it may take some time to feel that way and to it may feel uncomfortable to do the things that align with what it would look like if you allowed yourself to feel that love to give that love to yourself to receive it to do it with others um but the more you do it, the more comfortable it gets because that becomes your new comfort zone, that healthy way of relating, that healthy way of loving yourself, that new worth, that new self-worth, um, that new foundation you built for yourself is now the foundation for the life you desire to grow upon. And so it is worth it taking the time, doing the inner work, and it may take some time Um Another thing is like if you've been repeating the same cycles for let's say you're 30 years old and you've been repeating the same cycles that don't serve you for 30 years, don't expect it to just like magically go away one and done session um, after two weeks and just like feel discouraged or give up you're probably going to fuck up. You're probably going to repeat some of the old patterns that you've been repeating for 30 years or 27 years whenever you started doing it. Um, But that doesn't mean it won't go away. If you've been doing it for 30 years, give yourself 30 weeks. Like give yourself at least 30 weeks to move through that shit 
and to create a new way of relating, to create new patterns, to create new neural pathways, because there is such a thing as neuroplasticity. And so even from a scientific space, you do not have to repeat the same programming that you grew up with. You can create new connections, new programming, and start living from that way, because the more you use it, the stronger it gets, and then the other version dies away. So don't think that it's too late or that it's impossible. One, because that mindset doesn't serve you or allow any sort of growth, but two, because it's actually not true. It's not true in any aspect of life. Life is always changing. Life is always changing. The only time it doesn't is when we are resisting the change. And so it's more about doing the work that is preventing us from going with it, that is restricting us from allowing ourselves to evolve into the changes that we are feeling called towards and just allowing ourselves to flow. But it's never too late. Um, And giving yourself grace and patience and compassion um, and if you are an affirmations girl like me, positive affirmation, like, hey, you're doing a great fucking job and you're absolutely killing the game. Like, you are killing it. You know how many people don't even show up for mental health or don't even think about mental health as a concept or self-worth or self-love? Like, the fact that you're even listening to your podcast is a testament within itself. So give yourself credit. And then the more you do it, like, it's just the easier it gets, the more it becomes your new normal. You taking care of yourself, you showing up for your for your best self, for your mental health, for your joy, for your sense of self-worth for love for all of it you giving those things to yourself becomes your new reality the more you show up for the person you want to be and for the love you are truly worthy of receiving from yourself and from others and so just um being patient with yourself is another thing I had to say because like when I started going on this journey it wasn't easy I was like like I didn't even know another way was possible for me like I was so deep in the lack of self-love I didn't even know I didn't love myself I didn't even know I had low self-worth I was just like no I'm good like I'm I'm cool and then I went got deeper and it was kind of like that bathroom example I told you about where you like knock the, the wall down you're like oh shit gotta redo the whole house um and that's how it is sometimes and I can say now that I'm way further in my self-love journey in creating healthy relationships and asserting healthy boundaries. Don't get me wrong. I'm still on a journey. I'm still practicing it, learning what triggers me, learning how to love myself, learning what healing looks like for me, learning what I want from my relationships, what isn't. It's all a learning process and it's a journey. But I am saying that it does, like, it just shifts. And, like, I had one of those moments today, which is part of why I... Um, recorded this podcast because I was like if I'm going through this I'm not the only one um where I did have something that would have triggered me and did trigger me a little bit but at the same time I'm like wow that is not the same response I would have had two years ago or even last week or two months ago and so I'm just like wow like it's in those moments where you could see even the natural response you would have to the things that used to trigger you or to the things that used to um send you in a like in a tailwind where you can just look and really witness how far you've come and how much you've grown and how like and how just how you're not the same person you were and we never are like we're not we're not physically the same person we were several years ago our cells are like dying regenerating like we are not the same person physically emotionally um and you just have this powerful everyone has this powerful capability to transform to evolve to love to love and um and when we're holding that when we're stripping that back from our within ourselves it's just 
we're we're just holding back an entire part of ourselves and really of life like I think part of the point of life is to love to love life to love yourself to love others to feel love um to create things that spread more love that spread more joy that connect people back to who they truly are and if you ask me I think it's love I think our I think our core is love when I meditate when I'm not thinking about all the things or distracted by all the stimuli I feel peace and then I feel love and I just think that when we do the work to release the things that kept us from it for however long we receive this gift that has been longing to be tapped into within us forever and it can feel like a whole new world a whole new world of being a whole new world of seeing relating creating we create we live from a different space and there is such beauty in that and when we operate and vibrate from that space we literally create a different reality for ourselves. we start acting differently we don't we don't repeat the same things we don't see the same situations because we're not we're not there anymore and another thing I wanted to remind you that is pretty important when it comes to overcoming people pleasing is that their happiness is not your job your job is not to care for or manipulate or try to maintain somebody else's emotional well-being your job is to focus on your own because the truth is that when you're in a good place when you're in a good energetic space when you're protecting your own happiness and you're in your joy is when you heal uplift and radiate the best vibes to the world and that's just by being (laughs) that's just by being by being you by being in your presence by being in who you're choosing to be in that radiant warm loving energy and that inspires others and it doesn't have to be that like it's wrong like you don't have to suffer because somebody else is suffering you can be compassionate you can have compassion and like want the best for someone but your job is not to make it happen people do that for themselves and that is their job and i think that sometimes when we develop this people-pleasing habit we fall into the mindset that if i do this then they won't be happy if i do this then this isn't happy but that is their own choice their emotional well-being is not and should not be dependent on you on how on who you choose to be on how you choose to live that's not their business they need to focus on their own life and so i just wanted to remind you that like no matter how hard you try that's another thing you could try to do everything in the world and bend over backwards to try and make somebody else happy but you cannot control how somebody else feels about you how somebody else receives you perceives you how they react to how you what you say what you do how you express yourself it doesn't matter you could do everything right quote unquote in the world and it would still it could still not do it for them and that's because they have to deal with their own shit they have to deal with do their own inner work their own inner healing their own um cultivate their own emotional well-being and um sense of security and safety and stop projecting their shit onto you about like oh i'm not happy because this 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 no you're not happy because you're not choosing like you're choosing not to be you're choosing to focus on everything that's wrong and tony robbins always says like everything that's wrong is always going to be available to you you could choose to focus on that at any point but so is everything that's right and so it's up to them to choose to be happy or not just like it's up to you to choose to do what you need to do to feel happy to feel good within yourself to feel lovable worthy etc and so if that also means releasing a couple of relationships that aren't in alignment with 
who you want to be, how you want to feel, that aren't serving you, that aren't supporting your vision, and that aren't supporting the growth that you are ensuing, then you have, like, you can give yourself full permission to let those go. I'm not saying you have to, like, sometimes relationships can evolve with you, and that's beautiful, but you can't force them to, and you can't force other people to grow in the way you wish they would grow, and you can't force other people to understand you, to perceive you, and it's not your job to. People don't need to understand you in order for you to have permission and be the person you want to be. People don't need to get what you're thinking, or get what you're doing, or get why you want to express yourself in a certain way. They don't have to get you. Nobody does. You have to get you. You have to love you and approve of you and validate yourself and give yourself the permission that you wish other people would give or the support. Everything you want from other people, you need to give to yourself and be your biggest advocate for because that is your job and your responsibility. Other people aren't responsible for your happiness and neither are you for theirs. And so I just wanted to remind you that sometimes even when you do try to do everything in your power to keep the peace or to make other people happy, it may not work and that's okay because it's not your job, it's theirs. Um, And that's just the truth of it. And so, like, you don't have to worry about molding yourself to whatever you think other people want or need you to be. You just have to focus on being yourself and doing what feels right to you, doing what feels good for you, doing what feels authentic and loving and joyful for you. Because that is the only thing you can really control is yourself. You can't control anyone or anything around you, really. It's just you. And if other people can't hold space for that or don't like who you are when you're being your authentic self, then that's not the relationship for you and that's okay because you are still lovable if other people can't see that or if other people can't give you the love that you want and desire in your relationship or they're not ready for that yet that's okay you can't force them to grow but you can give that to yourself and you can release situations that don't cultivate that for you and that don't align with that for you and that's just how I feel about it (laughs) and honestly like my hard truth to share because that's another thing to your mind is that like sometimes people just aren't going to be happy um they're not going to be happy with you and that's often because they're not happy with themselves and so they can't hold space for the parts of you that you're allowing yourself to express because they can't hold that space to express those same parts within themselves and so what they reject within themselves they reject outside of themselves and so it's projected rejection it's not about you um and so you just need to remember to just be yourself to be yourself to do what feels the most authentic and aligned for you to make sure that you're acting and speaking and like just to try and just ground yourself from a place of love and then just to let the rest go because it's not your job you can't like obsess or overthink about it like did they think this will they do this how they feel about this like no your job is just to do you to be you to like feel feel very much grounded in yourself and to create that sense of security and safety and permission and validation to do be and create and express and love and do like just whatever you want in the way that feels right for you to give that permission to yourself that's your job it's not theirs and it's not your job to give that to somebody else's you know don't get me wrong sometimes it helps to remind to have a reminder like hey like you're killing the game or like hey like you can do you like I guess that's kind of what I'm doing right now um but I'm just reminding you that it's up to you you give yourself that permission and you don't need anybody else to do that for you 
And so, yeah, that's what I wanted to say today about, um, I guess, people-pleasing and self-worth and self-esteem and how to cultivate that within yourself or at least how to begin the journey. I hope this serve you in some way. Um, thank you for listening. And just I'm so proud of you like thank you for even listening to this podcast because if you are listening to this you're on the journey and if you're on the journey you're probably breaking cycles that the people around you that the people who may have um demonstrated certain cycles uh to you didn't break yet um and may maybe they still haven't and so you're literally leading a whole new world a new paradigm a new way of loving just by showing up for yourself just by showing up to do the work to um love to heal and there is so much beauty and so much power in that and it's not something that's talked about often enough or given enough credit but god damn it takes a lot of strength um, and so I just want to say thank you for doing the work because your energy and your shift and the way you love, it ripples outward. So we all feel it. When one of us rises, we all rise. So thank you. Um, and yeah, keep going. You got this. Thanks for listening to this episode of your Best Life Aligned podcast. I hope this gave you more of the guidance and inspiration you needed to help you embody your most amazing and authentic self and to pursue the life aligned with your wildest dreams. If you like this episode or found this content helpful, please download it, share it with someone you know who might find it helpful as well, and to stay up to date on any new episodes, click the subscribe button and follow me on Insta at IamSimonePatricia, where I post similar content and update you on any new episodes, blog posts, or events. Again, thank you for listening. Remember, you've got this. Be bold, be you, and live your best life, whatever that means to you.